Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. There'd be a lot of poop in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> seen a six-foot alligator go swinging through the air and slam into a tree. These guys are the scientists of the supernatural, lecturers leaving lessons for inquiring laymen. They are applying the scientific method to a world that baffles science. They are the cryptids of the corn. But who else has big black wings and red eyes? Um, Batman. Oh, Mothman. Oh, yeah, Mothman. A great white shark was stolen. Oh, someone stole a shark? I got stuff for you you don't even know about. She's a witch. She turned me into a newt. Who knows? Anything could be possible. Anything could be possible. It's really big Mm -hmm. abduction vibes. Holy moly. It sounds like you were abducted. And it just stood up. I mean, it just, like, kept going and going. And she goes, what the... of the corn podcast Woo-hoo. i'm the great and powerful mr e and i'm j clone 98 Ooh. so who else has big black wings and red eyes oh batman no mothman oh yeah mothman oh a year what two years ago now almost when we first said that yeah yeah probably it's been a long roughly. journey roughly yeah all right so we're pretty much just going to sp- Try to speed through these rest of these sightings from 2018 to modern. Yeah. There's a lot of them in 2018, specifically in April, had a big chunk of them. Oh, chunk. And we're just going to do like the headlines, you know. It's one of my favorite words. Uh, In the middle of this episode, though, we'll be reading the reviews and giving out the winner who won the gift card. Jay's going to pick. It's all on him. What are you talking about? Well, we did the review contest. Oh. We're just doing the Apple, and then we'll do the Spotify ones next week. Okay. So we'll do Apple this week, Spotify next week. I don't even remember announcing this. You didn't. I did. Oh. Well, that well you don't it. know anything. I don't. I'm, I'm coming in blind to all these. All right. You ready? Mm, yes. January 28th, 2018. A woman reports a weird hybrid of a mix of an owl and bat-like creature outside of her home in Wilmington. Owl bat. Man, bear, pig, owl, bat. Excelsior. Uh Yeah, so very classical, uh, very similar to some of the other ones. This one is, last episode we talked about a bird-bat-man hybrid. Right. And this was, kind of fits that description, where it almost seems like it had a lot of avian features. Mixed in, though, was still the humanoid and Mammalian bat. Mammalian bat. But bat wings. Yeah. That's a big one. It's a real prominent feature, and I, you know, I, it's, there's a reason why. is because they're terif- terrifyingly big bat wings. Oh, gosh. Don't scare and frighten me like that. Uh, my hair just scared the hell out of me. <laughs> I seen you turn your head real fast. I, I'm, everybody at home, my hair's getting long enough to where it's like I got big curls, right? If anybody hasn't seen pictures, I have an afro and everything. I, one of my curls moved independently the rest of my head. And I thought it was something running past the window, and I about had a heart attack. Because the window is like 10 foot off the ground. And every now and then I see a squirrel run by on You that have fence. a different angle, though. I know. But it's on the fence, but I can't really see the fence. I just see a squirrel go, pew, running by on top of it every now and then. All right. February 2nd. Three witnesses report a tall man with never trust a tall, tall man. Anyways, they report a tall man with a very large black pair of wings and glowing ruby red eyes at Oak Park. Tall man, there's no need to be run. 
Oh. No, but this is fitting that tall man entity again, where it's like a giant, tall, linky guy, almost like the Enderman from Minecraft, but with wings. Okay. Yeah, frightening. Uh, February 15th. 2018. All these are going to be 2018 until I say otherwise. Okay. Uh, a man leaving his truck uh, at a truck stop near Washington, Illinois border reports a giant skinny man with a large pair of wings and red eyes. So almost exact same, same entity from right. two weeks prior. And from the last episode that was described exactly the same way before. Yes. A lot of people don't realize these, these truck stops in Chicago go up and around the highway and they have like a little overpass. And there's food and bathrooms in the overpass, like right. restaurants and stuff. Right. And if you haven't been to Chicago, that's where a lot of these sightings are actually taking place. Actually, I went to one of the last times I probably ever got bought McDonald's was out in that area. And really? it was one of the most disgusting. I have the most opposite experiences at those. We would pick those out. They're called oasises. Yeah. We'd pick them out on purpose to get food. Oh, my gosh. Because generally the fast food there is, as far as fast food goes, is better at least than the rest of the area. I I can agree with that in some situations. But I never eat McDonald's anyways. Right, yeah, same period. here. Same here. But, like, the KFCs are normally a little better. Yeah. Or the Chick-fil-A's are normally... Any, any of it is normally a little better in the Oasis. All I know is I went to this one, and there was food on the floor. There was food everywhere, just laying there. was trash everywhere, and, I'm, and I was hungry, so I was waiting in line. So you ate off the floor? No, I mean, it took about it took about 45 minutes, too, to get my food. And remember, then, we ramble too much. Well, they can just deal with it. And I remember when I got to the car... I opened it up and I looked at the food and I was like, Ugh. like, nope. And I just threw it on the ground. That story was boring and pointless. Well, I just don't go there. Don't eat around. Don't eat in Illinois. Don't eat McDonald's. Just don't. Yeah, exactly. Boycott McDonald's. McDonald's ads. Nope. But we don't want them. Boycott them. Unless they want to sponsor us. Nope. I won't accept it. I'll burn it. I'll burn down this studio. <laughs> it's my house. Yep, it's gone. Which you gotta get the new studio done. I'm putting you on air. I'm aware. I'm aware. Seven months ago is when it was supposed to be done. Yeah, but you know what? Some things just they happen when they meant to happen. March 29th, an investigator photographed an enormous bird 40 miles west of Chicago. This is another one of these blobs. Oh, so I'll try to post this one when it comes out too. Okay. Uh, but it's another one of these like blobs. The blob. Mm-hmm. April 10th, there's two sightings from a big group of witnesses. First one, one reports a winged creature with bat-like wings near Oak Park, another one of these hot spots. And then the next eyewitness was two witnesses reporting an owl man on Chicago's south side, so a pretty good distance apart from each other. But it's all in Chicago still. Okay. But one's the bat, more bat-like creature, and one's the owl man. Right. Which, you know, is we haven't done an episode on it, but like the European owl man... And then the Lila Trusa, I think is how it's said in uh, Mexican folklore, to where it's the bat, the owl woman. Right. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so owls are owls have their own side. Owls and bats are both scary in their own ways. Yeah, I can agree. Ready for the next one? April twelfth, two elderly women reported witnessing a dark winged being vanish into West Lakeview. They seen this creature flying for a little bit, and it just kind of disappeared, almost phased out of reality. Like that one from last episode. Yes. April 13th, a couple in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, reported by are reportedly terrified by a bat-like creature flying with large, glowing red eyes. Screw that. This was much more of the man style. Okay. May 1st, uh, a man's parents reported a large-winged humanoid flying above their trees behind their home in Wheeling, Illinois. So these are all, a couple of these are by elderly people. So this guy had come home like to see his parents. This okay. guy's an adult man. Right. Uh, and his parents are like, yeah, there's a giant winged man flying around the backyard. <laughs> it's like, okay. Uh, and they're not like, as far as this report goes, they're not like dementia or nothing. Like, like they're right, not having yeah. mental. They're just like, uh, can you go out there with a gun and right, chase it off? Right, take care of this, please? He did. And he was never seen again. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> May 9th. A man on his way to work captures a bat-like creature flying on his GoPro camera. Later describes it as someone in a wingsuit. I can't find this. There's two videos coming up I cannot find. Okay. So it's, it's just hearsay. Okay. Uh, but if I find them, I'll put them on the Wednesday post with this episode or in the description. Either or, like I've been trying to do with the photos on Facebook. It all goes on Facebook because I, I don't know how to do Instagram. Emily does all the Instagram. Gotcha. Yeah, and I do not have an Instagram, so. Uh, but it looks like somebody in a wingsuit. You ever seen these wingsuits for, like, cliff jumping and stuff yes. like that? Yes, 
And that's what it looks like. It's literally a guy with like a membrane in between. Aren't there people that do that too in like big cities? They'll jump off buildings and they'll glide, then they'll pull their shoe. Yeah, but normally there's like the chute gets pulled and they don't like they don't glide very like the gliding is much more like graceful falling. Right. Falling with style. Yeah. Yes. But this is like somebody like flying. Well, that's not flying. It's falling with it's style. style. Uh, in June 25th, the same year, video of a large flying creature is captured on a home security camera in R- Ruttle, Illinois. Hmm. Oh, that just reminded me of last night, actually. Um, Man, you're coming up with all the boring and... The crazy, weird, stupid stories? Yeah. Well, last night, I was sitting at the house, and I heard sound like a big truck or something coming down the road. You know, when you're in the country, you can kind of hear mm-hmm. everything far away. Well, it was getting louder. And louder. Then I'm like, oh, it's in our driveway, whatever this is. Then the whole house started shaking. And I was like, okay. I got up and looked out the uh, window. Immediately when I looked out the window, there's this huge plane flying straight over our house. Remember that happened to me yeah. like a month ago. It happened to me last night. And uh, it was not far up. Like, it was very, very low. I think it's with the UFOs over Lake Erie. Yeah. Because right Pat. I think it's the jets from right Pat. It's got to be. Some, it's definitely was a jet. It was yeah. something. Because it had the blinking whatever red or white light i can't remember i think the red light was blinking and then but it had the red and white lights on it i seen the two wings you could hear the jet and like i said the whole house was shaking it just reminded me of that i don't know why but must be something significant august investigator mark hugan uh twice reports a bat-like creature with glowing red eyes near his uh hammond indiana home okay another one another one keep saying that late september a man and his family report a flying creature with the body of a large monkey and wings similar to that of a bat on their front porch in Gary, Indiana, which is the most dangerous, one of the most dangerous cities in yep. the U.S. Yeah, it's not a city you want to ever stop for gassing. You will die. But now, apparently, there's flying monkeys from the Wizard of Oz there. Yes. That's how they kind of describe this creature when they mm-hmm. go through the report, like a, the flying monkeys from the Wizard of Oz. See, I, I, why did they, why were those incorporated in that story? I think there's something to Because they, they were real. They just caught them. Yeah, I think they were real. So, October 26th, a married couple reported a winged humanoid resembling an extremely large owl in Ellipsis, Illinois. Okay. Very, very uh, owl-like on this one. This is much AVM. more classical Mothman with the shape. Yeah. The round head versus the, the human head. Uh, December, a man driving his wife's car near uh, Prairie Creek Reserve in Indiana reports a bat-like creature flying around with a obvious face. An obvious face? Like, it had human, like, details on the oh, face. Okay, like, okay. it wasn't like the big black shadow faces. Gotcha. But, yeah. In Prairie Creek, we talked about two episodes or three episodes ago now. It's been, Jesus, it's flying by. January 19th, 2019. So, in, well, these are all hey, be 19 uh, until I tell you otherwise. All right. A man, report, uh, a man reported avoiding collision with a four to five foot tall grayish bluish creature with large wings similar to that of a bat while driving in Gary, Indiana. Not Gary again. But a four, not super big. Yeah. And, you know, it's like a creature with large wings similar to that of a bat. But yeah. Once again, one more of these flying monkeys. February 22nd, a man in Woodstock, Illinois, reported a large winged being covered with dark fur, illuminated by the headlights of his car as it was crossing the road in the street in front of him. This ain't the famous Woodstock. No, that's, that's New York, Yeah, right? it's New York or okay. New England somewhere. This is different. Okay, just making sure. A lot of Woodstocks. Didn't know that. Uh, yeah, so now you got me all thrown off. Oh, sorry. February 25th. A woman driving to work near Darren, Wisconsin, reportedly terrified by a near miss with what she called a flying witch. A near miss. She almost, so we've talked about this several times where these things get caught in front of our vehicles. Yeah. She reports, she describes this thing as like a woman, like a half, like she, especially you could describe as almost naked, demonic looking woman. No wings to say, but yeah. she was more focused on the face, which is very feminine, hmm. but not. Good feminine. No, it reminds me of uh, in The Shining when he goes goes to that room mm-hmm. and it's the woman in the bathtub and she transforms into like an old scary that thing. Yeah, that's what this. She almost was. hit that with her car. Yeah, too bad she didn't. February twenty eighth, a man outside of Jules in Woodstock, Illinois, reported an unusual being with wings and bright green eyes. Ooh, charging at him 
from the McHenry County Fairgrounds. Oh, yeah, screw it. That's just a carny that's on crack. It had wings, though. Well, you know. Unusual the, being. They got to dress up for their... He hit it with a baseball bat and it ran away. Did he really? No. I was going to say. He got in his car and left. <laughs> yeah, I would have too. Especially Mar- with green eyes charging at you. March 6th, a woman was awoken in the early morning hours by a sinister and monster-like growling outside of her window in Woodstock, Illinois. So, I'm going to say the word Woodstock about eight more times in this year. Okay. Uh, it's weird that every every year or every group of years seems to be the, the hot spots kind of move around. Mm-hmm. Rockford, Illinois, for example, I think that was our second episode, was there was tons and tons and tons of them in Rockford. Gotcha. And then last episode, it was uh, a couple of the parks in Chicago, just tons and tons and tons of sightings around. The, these parks are locations. And for whatever reason, now it's uh, Woodstock, Illinois, mm. with tons and tons of sightings right in this little area. I don't know why. Uh, I have a couple of thoughts we'll get to in the final episode, the next episode. But... It's just weird that there's just these hot spots. Right, yeah. Or it makes more sense either way. Uh, so that was, yes, a sinister. Again, March 7th, a day later, in Woodstock, Illinois, a woman is driving, reportedly started by an extremely tall being with fur and wings that ran in front of her car. Hmm, okay. So he describes this creature as being extremely tall, human-ish, covered in fur, though, with big, large wings. And it was running in front of her car. And we kind of had a similar... Experienced in the last episode as well. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. just like that. April 12th, a ghost hunter named Craig reportedly <laughs> collided with a miniature mothman while driving his semi truck near Wittersburg, Wisconsin. Okay. Uh, so he's a, you know, he's a local ghost hunter. He's, you know, kind of known in their community. Uh, he hit a mothman with his semi truck. <laughs> so all these ones that are flying in front of the car. He actually got it. Now, did fur or feathers go flying? He stopped and looked, couldn't find the body. He assumed it took off. Ooh, okay. So it was like a low pan situation. Went right through him. No, I think it bounced. Oh, okay. And he went and looked for the body, and it just got up and left. Well, in the movie, he... Like a little indestructible creature, but still, you know... Yeah. You whack it hard enough, it's going to go flying. I guess. August... Or, sorry, April 17th. A man reported seeing a large bird-like creature with a crest on its head and a long, spindly tail near Des Plaines River in Chicago. Okay. Pterosaur. This is like screaming pterosaur. Everything about this is like, you know, the long, spindly tail, the crest on the back, the beak. Yeah. It's much more pterosaur-like. And there's a couple of them that pop up this year. But what if it was a mothman, you know, in its uh, breeding time and it was courting? Yeah, there we go. It grew the crest, like the pelicans. Like the pelicans. Uh, Summer of 19... Man reports a large, dark, man-sized bat bird thing flying behind his home in Franklin Park, Illinois. I don't know what bucket to put this one in because he doesn't do the best job describing it. Man-sized bat bird thing. Thing. It's one of those. Yeah. Put it in that bucket. Yeah. Uh, another one of summer of nineteen. A witness reports two separate sightings of something about four foot tall, brownish fur, with two legs and bat wings in Carroll Streams, Illinois. Hmm. Uh, this is much more of the flying monkey thing. Kinda that we get, you know, described the more of the little gargoyle. What if they're the, just the juveniles of the big ones? Could be. There's all kinds. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. A man in Rosemont, Illinois, reports a large black animal flying over the Des Plaines River. Okay. Talked about Rosemont a lot. Final episode, we're going to talk about Rosemont a lot. Ooh, okay. I know where that is. Mm-hmm. 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 And that was, uh, did I say, that was July 3rd. I don't know if I said that. Yeah, you were in the summer still. Okay. Uh, July 5th, a witness reports a pterosaur while driving home from Wheaton, Illinois. Okay. Literally, just he describes it as from Jurassic Park. Yeah. He's like, I've seen that thing. Hmm. August 8th, 2019, a pilot reports a large human with enormous wings and glowing red eyes perched upon the rails of the O'Hare International Airport. Oh, here we go. So this is a really famous one. Okay. To where he was literally walking to the terminal. He was the pilot. He's the guy flying the plane. And he sees it on top of the airport? And it's on the rails off to the side. And he looks, and there is the best description. It depends on who you listen to or whatever. A very Mothman-like entity just sitting there staring at him. Yeah. And then he went to get somebody and came back and it was gone. Hmm. He didn't share this for a while because... I, most people don't know this. If pilots have to take any medication at all, they are you know pretty much disbarred from flying. Right. Pilots have very, especially commercial pilots, have very strict regiments 
So that's why we don't get UFO reports from a lot of pilots. Right. Because they will lose their job very fast. Put in a loony bin. Mm -hmm. September 17th, a man reports seeing a mythical harpy in Chicago's little village. Okay. Oh, okay. So this, you know what a harpy is? Yeah, they're they're the little like, uh, uh, I I think of them from God of War, the little harpies. So they're woman birds. Okay. Like the Lila Trusa. Yeah. From Mexican folklore. Okay. Or the, uh, and I think it's the right one. I know there's the, the yeah, Lila Trusa, because Lila Rona is the weeping woman. Lila Trusa, which is the bird, the witch, essentially. Not, you know, not directly, but. So that's what he sees in the little village area, which from last episode, tons of sightings of these creatures. Yeah. But much more feminine features. Hmm. And we've had a couple of this, you know, these couple, these, this episode of much more feminine features. So sexual dimorphism. <laughs> you is made it? me start singing the song. Uh, another one in September. A woman reports this one is the scariest one yet. Oh boy. Okay. A woman reports a toddler sized entity. It is a bat creature, but it is running like a small gorilla across Meadow Hill Road in Burlington, Illinois. Okay. So she describes this as a a bat ish creature, human mix but running like a gorilla on its knuckles and hands. And child-sized. And it's toddler-sized. Yeah. I mean... For me, I don't know. Little creatures that's, that's running more at fright- you are more scary than big creatures. Really? It's like the honey badger versus the lion. Yeah, I guess, but you, if, as long as you're wearing a pair of boots, you can just kick the thing. Unless it's like... It's it's actually weighs a million pounds. Like a nibbler's poop from mm-hmm. Futurama? There you go. October, same year, a woman reports an encounter with a seven-foot-tall... Humanoid entity with veiny bat-like wings in Pallison, neighborhood of Chicago. See, now, if that's charging me or running by, I am not kicking it. No, you can't because it, it's just... Exactly. It's Unless going to let you. You better aim right for the the crown jewels or you're, per, you're, you're not kicking a seven-foot-tall beast. I mean, you can kick it, but it ain't going to end well, I don't think. October 5th. A rideshare driver reported a tall creature with bright red eyes and large wings near Chicago's O'Hare International Airport again. Another one in the airport. Yeah, and he's seen it flying around the uh, signal blocking towers. Hmm. Maybe which, when we had to do the surveys, kind of near the area, uh-huh. they would your GPSs do not work. And we had we didn't have like your basic car GPS. We had giant handheld models. Yeah, right, because you had to for, be in precise yeah. points to start your survey. Did not work. Yeah. <laughs> Scramblers, blockers. They are. They're signal blockers, so, so you can't you can't mess with the planes. Was this thing like being disrupted by it? Is that why it was flying around the airport, or mm. or is it using it for cover? It's like, ooh, this is safe zone. I'm gonna maybe just... Jimmy Woo next episode will have some insight. Ooh, October nineteenth, a man reported a shrieking giant bat flying overhead as he was smoking a cigarette outside of a wedding reception in Rosemont, Illinois, near the airport. And that's basically what he describes is a humongous bat making all kinds of noise flying overhead as he's trying to have a cigarette. <laughs> Just trying to enjoy my cig, man. Mm-hmm. Shut up, please. Another one from late October. A woman, unusual sighting of a winged humanoid in Rosemont, Illinois, reported leading to strange dreams and an unnerving encounter Ooh. with someone claiming to be a private investigator or a man in black. Wow, okay. So screams traditional Mothman sightings. Yeah. She sees this creature. She has horrific nightmares of death and destruction and then the men in black come hmm so this is definitely a point pleasant type stuff mm-hmm. like and it has a, it has the encounter in rosemont hmm so late october 19th a woman and her husband reported an unknown flying human owl perched in the trees near their apartment in hoffman estates illinois they'd seen this creature several times this one to me could be a great horned owl could be. Yeah, just from their descriptions. I mean, not a lot of paranormal, and it's big. You know, greyhound owls are big. Big bird. Yeah. If you know, you're not used to seeing them, once again, if you live in the suburbs of Chicago, you don't see a lot of wildlife. You don't see a lot of owls, that's for sure. Let alone a great horned. Right. Shoot, we live in the country, and I... I've only I, seen a great horned owl one time in my life, and it absolutely scared me. It was on our old driveway. Yeah. It was the, like, almost mile-long driveway, and it was literally perched over the driveway. We came in and it looked like, I could see how a, a giant great horned owl would actually, I didn't know what they were. Yeah. I knew what owls were, but I didn't know what a great horned owl was. Yeah. Like, or how big they were. 
And this man is basically sitting in the tree as we pass under it in a car, and I'm freaking out. Did it look like the owl from Zelda uh, uh, Ocarina, Ocarina of Time? It just looked like a big owl. Yeah. Dad called the DNR the next day, and he came out, and he's like, yeah, it was a great horned owl. We oh, found nice. their pellets. Ooh, good. Good evidence. Did you dissect it? No. Oh. I probably would have, but... October 30th, a witness reports a large-winged humanoid while driving their ho- to their home in Park Ridge, Illinois. Very basic one. Mm-hmm. Large-winged humanoid gliding around. Yeah. November 26th, a man reports a seven-foot-tall person with wings while standing outside of his cargo dock at O'Hare International Airport. So this guy's a truck driver picking up cargo to ship, and there's just a guy, uh, you know, a person with wings. Wings. <laughs> standing outside. Yeah. So a lot around the airport this year. And it uh, keeps ramping up. Hmm. Technically, they've all been around the airport. Well, I guess so. But I now mean, it's really focusing in on the airport. Literally on the airport, yeah. December 3rd, same year, a security person at O'Hare International Airport in Chicago reports a red-eyed flying man terrorizing their local area. So they, they would, you know, the security person said this season they kept having, yeah, like, warnings go off or, like, cameras go off. Like, not offline, but saying, like, motion. Right. And it was a big... Setting uh, off. Uh, basically, a person with red eyes flying low enough to where it activated motion sensors. Dang. December 6th, a man reported seeing... Oh, did I already read that one? No, it's a different one. A man, December 6th, because the other one's December 3rd. A man reported seeing red-eyed winged humanoid while driving near the Chicago International Airport. Uh, probably the same guy, though, or same creature. Yeah. Uh, so that's it for... 19, we're going to move on to 20, and then after 20, we'll read our reviews, pick our winner, and then we'll finish them off. Okay. Sound good? Sure. Yeah, so hey, we're 2020. Back. We're back. 2020. Your quarter stopped again. That's weird. We just let you guys, we let you guys know all the secrets. It only does, it's only done that a couple times. We're probably the least production of any of the big podcasts. Yeah. Too bad we didn't notice sooner, we? Kind of went into 2020 already, but now we're going to do it again. We're going to do it again, even better. All right, 2020. First one I got for you is, oh, let me get there. February 21st, a security guard at O'Hare International Airport reveals or reports a very tall, solid black creature with glowing red eyes. You guys are going to hear it, and you've already heard a bunch. There's a ton and ton of stuff. This is it happening around localized around O'Hare or mm-hmm. Rosemont. For sure, yeah. Yeah. Next one I got for you is a woman reports a big black bird man in her backyard of her apartment building in West Eaglewood, Chicago. Her son later photographed a set of prints that she believed belonged to the creature. And right. They could be they could be a dog. I I don't know. They right. Don't. Unless they had, I mean, unless I've seen the photographs or, you know, they cast them or something. I mean, it's hard telling. It's just hard. A print from, especially if it's an odd print. It's just an odd But part. unless they're in succession, like, walking down, like, through the yard and, like, all right, this is something weird. But, something weird. Eh, who knows? All right, March 3rd, a Chicago paranormal investigator, Manuel, reported a strange flying creature with membranous wings near O'Hare International Airport. Another O'Hare. O'Hare. All I think of is the new Lorax movie. What about it? O'Hare Canned Air. Oh, I don't know. Because they killed all the trees, so the air was like the air was going to nothing. Oh, gosh. They had to make canned oxygen. Mm, okay. Interesting. And it was O'Hare canned air. Mm. March, or sorry, May 31st, airline pilot reported a large black humanoid creature flying above the O'Hare uh, International Airport. So this was happening all the time to where they were seeing it in the clouds above. Chicago's very cloudy, very foggy, and very smoggy. Yeah. So... There was all this, and this is the same year, I believe, that the UFO was seen over the airport, which shut down traffic. It was like a big black brick was barely seen in the clouds. I wonder if it was like a, they were shining the light, and like maybe it was a shadow? Or- no, they were picking it up on radar and stuff like oh, that, on and off. shoot. Oh, okay. And other organizations were picking it up, and O'Hare International Airport tried to keep it quiet. The only reason it got out is because I think the other small airport in Chicago also picked it up, and mm. it absolutely panicked. Yeah. Because there's a big black square sitting above the one of the biggest airports in the world, right? So, like, something interdimensional phasing in and out of... Oh. Well, I, I personally always believed it was a government experiment. Yeah. And that's why they, they kind of sh- shut it down really fast, because it's like, oh, nobody's supposed to see this. Right, yeah, it's it's becoming real. Yeah. June 30th, two men reported seeing a huge owl with glowing red eyes that looked like it belonged to the devil himself near a parking lot at Chicago's O'Hare National Airport. Mm-hmm. The devil himself. Yeah, I don't like... 
those experiences. Early July 2020, um, man and his coworkers report seeing a large person with wings flying overhead while unloading planes at Chicago International Airport. So another one, these guys are unloading the plane, they look up and there's just this guy flying over them. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's probably when I'd quit. It's like, uh, or I'd just ask, for, you know, I need a raise. Yeah, there's a there's a flying man out there. And you guys ain't taking care of it yet? And I think Tim got got. <laughs> Where'd Tim been? Tim, uh, uh, we Tim found quit. his hat and his finger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he quit. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he did. Yeah. He quit life. Exactly. Uh, July, a man reported seeing a six foot to seven foot tall, very big bat that was also very human-like in appearance. While it was on his break at his job at the, as an air traffic controller at Chicago's International Airport. And like we talked about uh, when you guys weren't listening, that <laughs> it, pterosaurs and bats of a large size would probably have a man kind of like appearance. Yeah. With a torso and the legs and everything and how they would have to stand. Just saying. Now to August. A man reports seeing a gargoyle with little tiny horns on its head in Issaca, Illinois. Sounds just like that one a few, what, what two yeah. or three ago. Yeah, much more to this little gargoyle man. Yeah. Another one in August. A witness claimed that they had five or uh, five family members saw a wingless humanoid fly over Market Street in Wacagon, Illinois. Okay, now this one's different. Yeah, just a wingless guy just going. Hmm. So, yeah, I think he, some man either, uh, Built a slingshot and he missed his target. It was that flat, what a flat Earth Dave that blew himself up in the rocket, or who was that? Oh my gosh, what happened? One of the guys, one of the flat earthers, killed themselves trying to get a, build their own rocket to go up into space to prove it wasn't real. Well, it definitely wasn't Dave. So he's still. I'm just doing saying. His yeah, stuff. I'm just saying. That's the only one I could think of. Oh my gosh. So is this the first guy? Like his first attempt was this catapult. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. This and is his first one. Family's driving in there. What? The guy's flying. <laughs> he launched himself in Lake Michigan. Into a side of a skyscraper. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah. In September twenty uh, September 24th, a woman reports seeing a seven-foot-tall red-eyed creature after leaving her work as a United States Postal Service sorter at the facility at Chicago's International Airport around 11 p.m. Okay. So she's this giant red-eyed creature flying around looking at her. Yeah, not creepy at all. Yeah. October 8th, one report seeing a black humanoid figure with very tall wings and legs while driving with her and her daughter and her fiancé in Cape uh, Grotadol, Missouri, whatever that is. Okay. It's Missouri. October 26th, a woman and her mother reported seeing a winged demon with red eyes and very, very large wings in Sinclair Park in Illinois. Okay. October 31st, Halloween night, a group of young adults have claimed to have seen a red-eyed winged beast in the trees near Wapagong Skate Park in Wapagong, Illinois. Just hanging out, watching skaters. He's getting some tips. Pick on which one to eat. Or, or that, too. Or just maybe he's checking out which one has the coolest board. To eat. Oh. November 26th, two women reported seeing a bulky person with absolutely huge wings while driving near Oregon, Wisconsin. Yeah, this is just a uh, cosplayer. Oh, Oregon, Wisconsin? Oh, yeah, that's where they held the, uh, in November, you say? Yeah. That was the Paracon, um, Wisconsin, Milwaukee, Wisconsin Paracon uh, Mothman lookalike. Can you imagine that's ever happened? What? To where it's like uh, like a Paracon or a Crypticon or something like that. Someone's just drunkenly walking home from it? Yeah, like and, in costume and then yeah, full on it's costume. a cryptid sighting. Uh, I the bet other you it's happened. The other person's drunk and looks over and there's just a chunky Mothman walking around. <laughs> oh, my gosh, I'm calling the BFRO. Why the BFRO? I don't know. All right. Uh, that's it for... I'm oh, sorry. Yes, that's it for 2020. 2020. We still recording? Yes, we're still recording. I had to look. Okay, good. So we're going to take our ad break, and then we'll come back, we'll read some reviews, and we'll finish up the stories. All right. Does that sound good to you? It sounds great. All right. Ready? Mm-hmm.
brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. All right, and we're back. Hopefully you enjoyed that lovely ad break. Did you enjoy it, Jay? I love them all, I think. All right. We have a lot of amazing... So we're going to do the Apple reviews today, and then next week we'll do the Spotify uh, reviews. Okay. You know, just real quick before Five we do this... reviews. We give out gift cards every once in a while for them. Before we jump into these, you know what I always do when our mm. ads play? Mm. I get that little, like, 15-second skip button, just fire, rapid fire through it until it's back to us talking again. I didn't say to do that. I do it every time. So remember, if you leave a five-star review, we'll read it on the show. Yeah. And you may win a gift card. On the Apple reviews, yep. whatever The Spotify spot. ones are a little harder to because every episode you can leave a review, yeah. so it's harder to track down everybody. I, I will know. try my best next week. I don't know why Spotify doesn't have a feature where you can just review one podcast, like, overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully, I think they'll get it. All right. So I'm going to read a... There's a bunch we're going to read. You got to pick the winner. Me? Yeah. Pressure's on me? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I, let me bring in a clone to do this. I can't. All right. Bring in a clone. We don't have the funny sound effects for... I do, but I don't I have to, I don't want to dig to the soundboard. All right. Once again, the, the biggest low production podcast in the world, I think, is our new title. Pe- pro- professional podcasters, We are for professional sure. podcasters, but I'm just saying... Yeah. The biggest low production. We're on top of all the charts with, like, no production budget. <laughs> no, not at all. All right. First one is from Matrix Level 1000. Oh. The title is, How Many J Clones Are There? Hmm. And they say, I know Mr. Fungus has created thousands of clones, but I wonder how many J clones are really there are in the universe. How many times has J given out his DNA? And how much more before he is completely depleted and Mr. Fungus can't clone him anymore? Will the J-Clone 777 be the savior that we all need in the end? There are so many questions I ponder inside my head alone, my bed, at night, hoping it'll all end in perfect harmony. Huh? What universe is he talking about? That's a fun review. No, I like that one. So far, it's winning. So Jables S. says, (laughs) Love this show. Meandering through cryptid mysteries with you guys keeps me awake at night during night shift and created a world of conversation for my 8, 11, and 6-year-old sons during the day. They especially love hearing all the mysterious animals of old in the folklore legends that are still being told today. You both bring a unique view of the topics, discussing and cracking me up for your down-to-earth personalities. You are, your other podcasts are also awesome as well. Thank you for all your hard work and pumping out the great content. Never stop. Oh, well, that, now that one's pretty heartwarming. Mm-hmm. Queen B says, funny crew. Love the podcast. Justin Day Jay do a really good job being informative and fun with each cryptic or cryptid topic selection. These guys are very interesting to listen to and make listening to the show very easy. Love you, love the episodes, love the enthusiasm, the jokes with all the members. Y'all fit together like bread and butter. Keep it up. Man, they're all good so far. All right, this one says, it's from JK Knight, 187. Dogman approved. One day while hunting in Michigan, I heard a dogman encounter about 30 feet up the tree stand. I was terrified to say the least. I was frozen in fear and could not look away. As I was staring at him, I noticed something strange about him. It appeared he had something in his hand. The more I focus on it, the more I see it's a phone and like he was listening to something. I'll all be damned if it didn't just sit there beneath me in the tree. Cranked up the volume on his phone for the next four hours and sat there binging Crips the Corn podcast. Typical dog man behavior. Now every time a new, uh, a, new, uh, a new episode comes out, I climb into my tree stand and I wait for him to come out. He loves all the episodes and the other Dogman as well. He's become a huge fan of DW Conspiracy Shack as well. We need to send this Dogman a shirt. I'll send this Dogman a shirt. All right. So that's from, once again, J.K. Knight. Oh, gosh. Steve Dave says, my all-time favorite podcast. I've always been into the paranormal, and I heard Tony and the confessionals talk about you guys on different podcasts called Crypt is the Corn and their fungal UFO theory. I had to check it out. That was about two months ago, and since then I've listened to dozens of hours of your episodes and make sure my way I meander my way through your catalog. The combination of Justin's scientific knowledge and the pragmatic approach with Jay's conspiracy theories and the goofier nature makes it such an enjoyable and fun listen. 
I love how Justin looks at everything through a fact-based lens to oppose that everything is a cryptid angle. And my knowledge of the natural and supernatural world alike has expanded extraordinarily thanks to your show. Plus, many of your theories are literally on the subjects that make it so much sense you knock yourself out with on the forehead slap of going, of course, moments, and that you'll, all while listening. The community that has built up around you is also super welcoming and friendly. Whatever your cryptid interest is in a casual nature or you're a diet horror believer, this is the podcast for you. Who is that by? Uh, Steve Dave. Steve Dave. Mm-hmm. Easy two first names. U-Turn says, every episode is off the charts. The show is like no other, and you always want to hear more. Hmm, I like it. Short and sweet. Thank you. LJ Sky says, one of the best podcasts ever. Truly excite or excellent podcast for information for the masses. Keep uh, They keep improving and expanding their content. Thank you, gentlemen, for your hours and hours of entertainment. You're very welcome, and thank you for the kind five-star comment. A. Wright says, epic corn, come and get it. Oh. Grips of the corn well, I would get more than five stars if allowed. These guys are not only funny and sociable, but educated in their interests. They work hard, be kind, and amazing things will happen. Well, these guys work hard, and they're always kind, and sometime, or something amazing happened. I found them. The Crypt is the Corn group is an amazing family. These guys are something not many other podcasters do, the gift of gab. If you're looking for honest, educated material and some good laughs, look no further. Oh, who's that again? A. Wright. A. Wright. Alex Wright, the wrestler. K.R. Swan says, or Sween, says, Space is real. One of the, uh, one if not the best podcast out there right now. Can't get enough. Listen to all the episodes of Crypt of the Corn, Freaky Fun on Friday, and really started DW Conspiracy Sack, which made me laugh when I heard Daniel and Wilbur for the first time. Tell Wilbur, space is real. How do I know? Trust me. Keep up the great work, guys. Uh, Ke- uh, Kevin from South Carolina. Well, Kevin, we'll let Daniel and Wilbur, we'll let them, once they get in studio here later today, we'll let them know about that one. Uh, Beached Jacob says great crew a great podcast that I like to put on while I work if something happens to our walk by while I'm playing it they eventually start asking me what it is while I'm listening and they will stick around for a minute or two and have a listen Hmm. good I like it share the cult yes spread the cult yes let it flow Uh, okay I think I'm going to have you read the next three so the next three. Start at this one and then work your way up. Of Only do the five stars. Okay. This one uh, is by Verdenhi. Verdenhi. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's titled Clone Death. These guys get it. A well-crafted podcast around cryptids. But that is just the beginning. It is, it's so, so much more. And the banter between both Justin and J-Clone, insert number here, is fantastic and draws you into the serious topics with a slice of life. Having a former biologist aboard gives the show validity beyond what any of these other shows are doing these days. Also, the best hidden gem of the whole show is the infamous Mr. Fungus, which is straight up some of the best storytelling I've ever heard with intricate breakdowns of who the J-clones are and how they were created. I can't get enough of this show and y'all. Hashtag J-Clone love for life. P.S. Tell Selma Hayek I'm coming for her spot. Oh. Wait. I don't know what any of that's about. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. Here, I'll read the next two. Why is that? Because I want to. But I already got it. Okay. I have the power now. All right, go up. And they're really short. Um, next one is little, little D with a little asterisk. I don't know if it's actually blurred out or... I think it's blurred out. Okay. It says... Awesome show. It's 2019 miles. 2019 oh, miles. It's weird reading it that way. Yeah. It's 2019 miles between Ape Canyon and Eureka, Alaska. Oh, thank you. Because that's from the Canadian Devil Monkey episode. Yep. Because we were speculating. I was trying to like ballpark it. And the next one is by Crazy Chuckles. Yeah. ITF is the subject. I don't know. What uh, the... uh, Into the Fray. Oh, okay. Oh, Into it says right here. Came over from Into the Fray pod when Justin was a guest on. Great podcast. One of the episodes... Happened not far from where I live. Awesome. I wonder which episode. That's pretty... That's awesome. Thanks. Thank you, everybody, for Thank the five-star Thank you, five everybody. We reviews. appreciate it. It does help us out dramatically. And if anybody would... If you are listening on either platform or any of the platforms, please leave a five-star review. Yes. It does help us dramatically and share it, the show with a friend. It just tickles the algorithms in the right way. 
in all the right ways. All right, you got to pick. Man, well, there's so many good ones. I'm down to three. Oh, what's your three? Uh, the first one I read, that long one. Okay. Um, and then the Steve Dave one. Because okay. the reason I like that one is because it uh, kind of describes the show pretty well to uh, for other listeners to listen yeah, to. Yeah. So it's a very good Best informative I'll say. review. And? and and then I think maybe the very first one because it was the first one you read that I liked just because it was really nice and it was funny. Now actually, I had a bunch of stuff I had no idea what they're talking about, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, who is Mister Fungus? So you're going with. The how many J clones are there? One, yeah. The you're skipping dog man, I guess. That would no, been, that one was really funny too. That would have been my favorite, but <sighs> that one was the most pick. creative. Yeah, I guess I gotta throw that one in the hat too. So I'll give a I'll give a ten dollar gift card to the other three, but you have to pick one to get the twenty five dollar gift card. Oh my gosh, the one I was a bit confused of. They're stealing Selma's spot. So like, what's that mean? I think they like you. Or does that mean that they are are stealing? That's not even the one you picked for top ten. Yeah, it was or top four. I you got to pick one. Steve, Dave. All right, Steve, Dave. Yeah. I need you to screenshot your. Uh, if you're listening right now, your handle, uh, and I'll email you your twenty twenty five dollar gift card. And then who is the rest? So Steve, Dave won. He gets twenty five dollar gift card. Dogman approved. You need to screenshot your user handle with your review. Pretty sure I'll we know who a, that one is. I know who that one is. Okay. Uh, I'll give you a $10 gift card, and then you wanted Matrix level 100. Screenshot, I'll give you a $10 gift card. And it's, this is to the patron, This is to the shop on the website. Then who are your other two? And there's one more. It was the, the, the third one down from the top. Not the one-star one. Oh, Verted Day? Or how do you yeah. say it? Clone Def. I don't know how to Clone say Def. it. Screenshot, email, or whatever, and I will give you your $10 gift card to the shop. Sound good? Sounds great. All right. There's your winners. There you go. All right. Back to business. Back to the Mothman. All right. 2021. April 15th. 2021. A woman reported seeing a seven foot to eight foot tall black winged creature with glowing red eyes after leaving work at the O'Hare International Airport at approximately 9 p.m. All right. So we've already heard this description about 800 times now. Oh, and it's literally going to, the next one is the same thing. So the next two are the same thing. Th- that has to lead to some sort of uh, credibility for these sightings that everyone is seeing the same exact thing. And a thing. lot of these are workers at the airport themselves. Like right. they're not like, it was weird because it's not a lot of passengers are reporting these things. But to my mind, it's not, a lot, it's the access to the place. Right. Yeah. Where if you're a passenger on these flights. You're going into a runway, coming out of a runway. You're in a terminal pretty much the whole time. The only right. time you're outside is going or coming from a car. And and if you're you're only one of the ones that are f- lucky enough to be in the actual window seat, and you're only in the play on the in the plane on the runway for it depends. I mean, twenty minutes, twenty five minutes. International Airport. Uh, there's most of the ground a human will never a passenger on a plane will never see. Right. The airport property. It's absolutely humongous. It is pretty big. And like 85% of it, a passenger will never see. Right. Yep. So that's why I think a lot of these workers are seeing it. So they're on the other percent of it. They're the only ones out there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that one. April, uh, April 21st, a man reported seeing a large humanoid owl while working as, as a shuttle bus driver at O'Hare National Airport. Okay. And he seen, basically he said that it was like halfway between an owl and a guy flying okay. around. Big owl. Mm-hmm. May 8th, a woman reports seeing the uh, sighting of a large black creature gliding over Roosevelt Road in Elmhurst, Illinois. Okay. July 22nd, a trio of witnesses reported a security response to the appearance of a red-eyed winged humanoid at Chicago International Airport. So this is a crazy one. These are guys that are, they, this trio of people had seen this thing while they were getting ready to go on their flight. Okay. And they're like, man, that's weird. And then a bunch of security guards kind of rush the area. That's all they get to see. Hmm. Why would security rush it? Either way, I mean, to, to be fair to the security, if there's something on camera that looks like a guy, yeah, or there's true. not supposed to be a guy in an international I guess airport, you would rush it. Yeah, you would go run out there and catch the guy. What it doesn't the, have to be like right, for the security yeah. guys don't have to know it's paranormal for no, them to freak just out. Just seen someone out there where they're not supposed to be. And I personally can tell you, 
the security on the internet or Chicago's international airport is extreme. Is it? Yes. Hmm. It's like they're hiding something. That or, I mean, for uh, literally for terrorist attacks and stuff like that, it is a humongous airport. It, right. A huge shipping hub and all kinds of all it, kinds yeah, of stuff from different countries coming in constantly. It's an international one. Yeah. It's one of the bigger international ones. Yeah. Just saying for the devil's advocate, you know, there are reasons why you would be high security without there being strangeness. Right, yeah. Uh, because it's a big airport. It's, you know, in Columbus doesn't have any crazy security. No, because they don't have an underground facility, you know, hiding that, and harboring probably crazy uh, stuff. August. A woman claims to have seen a black seven-foot-tall winged humanoid with glowing yellow eyes while walking on the Wisconsin State Fair in Milwaukee. Okay. Glowing yellow eyes. Yeah, different. We've talked about a couple times through these episodes. Uh, but it definitely goes red, green, then yellow. Yeah. December 30th, 2021. A man claims to have seen two of his coworkers saw three black red-eyed winged creatures while working near the hangar of O'Hare National Airport. Ooh, three. They seen a group of three of them, red eyes, black, and wings. Now, we don't have too many accounts where they're in groups, so. No, I think this, actually, I think this is our first one. Right? Uh, no, we think, had a couple with two. Yeah, we had a couple, a couple with two, two. But for every first time with three. All right, now moving on to 2022. What do you call a group of multiple Mothmen? Uh, it's like fish. What? Just uh, Mothman. Oh, I mean, I meant like, you know, how there's like a murder of crow or. It'd be a sw- it would be either a swarm or a swaft. A swaft. Mm, I like swaft. I'm going to go with that. There you go. And now it's canon. Everyone has to say it's it. canon. Moving forward. March 5th, 2022, a woman claims that she and her friend encountered a creature with extremely bright red eyes and a big black body while parking at the construction site near... O'Hare International Airport. Yes. This is the same construction site uh, from two years previous where a group of men had seen one. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. The construction parking site. Because, you know, they moved to parking. Right, right, right. She didn't park at a construction site. Right. I may have missaid that. Parking for a construction site. Yes. Yes. Like, they had to move to park. Yeah. Right. All right. April 9th, several family members attending a park at Elk Grove, Illinois, claimed to saw a winged humanoid with glowing red eyes perched on the neighbor's roof. They are perched on roofs. They are perched on light posts. They are watching you. Perched on top of building structures. I am always watching. Oh, gosh. Is that from is that from Monsters, Monsters Inc? Inc. Okay, yeah. Phyllis, I think, right? Wazowski. I'm always watching, and she ended up being the big boss of like the FBI, their version of the FBI. That's right. Yeah, in a while. Uh, April twentieth, a man in River Grove, Illinois, claims to see a strange black winged creature flying near St. Joseph's Cemetery. Mm, okay, this is literally a vampire. <laughs> Some of these, I think, are for sure. April twenty eighth. A truck driver claims to have encountered a giant red-eyed man bat while dropping off equipment at O'Hare International Airport. Nope, oh. Bensville, Illinois. Oh, okay, which is I don't know. It's in Bensville. I thought you were gonna do some big so reveal. That's April twenty eighth. No, you're the set, one. You're I, the one that's doing it. And I was setting you up though. Oh no, it's not me. Oh darn it. April. Oh, so okay. May seventeenth. A father and daughter claim to have recorded three winged humanoids. Another group of three. Mm-hmm. While outside their home in Bensville, Illinois. Hmm. So about a, uh, two weeks later from the the truck driver seeing one, this group of three shows up near their home. I can't find the recording. There's not a recording attached, but they say it. I wonder if they all moved in like unison too, like the uh, mirror men. Ooh, that would be horrific. Yeah. If these demons moved in unison. Tony, it could be a thing though. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm going to say it's not just for my own sanity. Yeah, well, when you see three winged, red-eyed, glowing, I won't. seven foot tall, straight jet black creatures perched on your roof, and then they all take off at the same time. You know what would happen if I accidentally looked up and seen that? I you, would just walk inside and act like I see nothing. Just you grab a bottle of moonshine. I would drink on the, couch. the memory away. Yes. Uh, June 20th, a woman and her mother claimed to have an encounter with both a massive black winged humanoid and a glowing UFO in the same night in Rockford, Illinois. Ooh. So we don't have too many UFO. And this is much more of an like an orb, a hard orb UFO. Yeah. And a Mothman. She's seen the Mothman first and hmm. then the UFO. Hmm. Interesting. 
that that ties it back to Point Pleasant. Right, yeah. There were often seen incongruity. Oh, there were so many UFO sightings in Point Pleasant. It's yeah. kind of odd that there's not much in Chicago. Just besides that one that caused like mass hysteria. Well, there's that one, yeah, but... We're wrapping it down here. So, in October 20, uh, 25th of 2022, a father and daughter claimed to have an encounter with a thin, black, winged figure with eyes that were glowing bright red in the little village neighborhood of Chicago. Mm. This is another one of these tall, thin, lanky ones with the the dark red eyes. Uh, This is kind of the the one. If I had to point at one of these creatures to say that's 85% of the Chicago Mothman sightings, it's this this thing. Tall, slender, with the red eyes. Yeah. The demon. The demon. Uh, December 29th, 2022. A man claiming to be a firefighter reportedly sees a red-eyed, winged Batman creature at... O'Hare International yes. Airport. Okay, got that one. Yeah. So he was, he was supposed to be a firefighter that was going there to either, I think he was there to check stuff out, like, you know, do fire safety stuff and sees this thing hanging out in the back lot. Okay. Uh, yeah. Now we're in the final year, February 2023. All right. Current. Last times. year. Oh, yeah. You're right. <laughs> it's still 23 when it, we're recording this. It's January 1st, though, when this comes out. No, it's no, not. It's, it's January 3rd. 3rd. Still, last year. February 5th, a witness reports a group of sightings of a large man with wings that were wider than their car in Chicago's little village. So, so far, I would say if you're really wanting to see the Chicago Mothman, either stand outside of O'Hare yeah. or go to Little Village. Okay. It's the two hot spots. Yeah, definitely. I mean, 100%. Um, and then August 15th, this is my last one. He hasn't updated it. Uh, I think he's still obviously getting reports. Yeah. But he just hasn't updated it as of now. Gotcha. Uh, and that's the line we're talking about, uh, Strickler. August 15th, 2023, a woman says she saw a dark humanoid being flying overhead at the public storage of the Green Bay Road in Everston, Illinois. Mm. So this is, I mean, that's August. What, six months ago? No, it's not even. Is August really six months no, ago? No, four months ago, sorry. Four months ago, roughly, you know, roughly four months ago, September, October, November, December, four, four and a half. Let's just go there. Five tops, depending on the day in August. But uh, dang, that's not that long ago. No. And like I said, he's still taking them. I just seen him do his live stream for new ones here relatively recently. Dang. So I this... just I just looked just to make sure the website has not updated. OK. Of this. Well, so you know, next Christmas week holidays. when we come back, we'll talk about. All of the tie-ins with the airport, well, I mean, we'll do the, a little bit of the airport right now, but with the mob, the fires, the signal blockers, maybe even a dumb or two, uh, the Roman architecture, the better, this crazy technology, is like, is it really Batman? Is Batman out there? As in, like, mm. Bruce Wayne-type right. character with just high technology. A billionaire vigilante. And maybe even our, our old nemesis, Fermi Labs, makes Ooh, an appearance. No way. That's all next week on Crypts of the Corn. But before we leave, let's talk about it. It's just odd. That it just seems throughout the years, depending on what year or group of years we're talking about, hot spots. Mm-hmm. Just flaps. These, these flaps. These, but it's all the, the flap never stopped as a whole. Oh, okay. You know what I'm mean? Like, there's always sightings of Mothman in Chicago since 1957, it seems. So Big flap. But there would be these direct areas. Right, yeah. Like hyper-focused areas. Hyper-focused. I mean, from Rockford to little the little village to... O'Hare itself, mm-hmm. which have you ever been around O'Hare? I've been to O'Hare twice. You flew in O'Hare or flew out of O'Hare? Or? Yeah, b- both. You okay. know, it's connecting flight area. So it's just weird. Like the north side of O'Hare is like there's nothing as far as Chicago. Yeah. And there, there's Rosemont, uh, which has the big Rose Water Tower. Right. Uh, which is a higher end neighborhood. It's just it's just weird. Odd area. Yeah, but O'Hare has a tons and tons of like dead land. As in just nothing on it. It's just behind fences, which a lot of airports have for... I know O'Hare has a lot of it for like a septic system okay. because they have so much international garbage coming in. They want to make sure it's all dead. Ugh. I can tell you from personal experience, it's, it's not. not. Yes. Vietnamese lungworms. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, if anybody doesn't know, I, ha- I got Vietnamese lungworms from a river in Chicago and almost died. Right in 2020, right? That was in... My second to last year at NBI. So, no, that would have been 21. 
2021. Because it was, which, no, it may have been, no, it was 2020 because it was the height of COVID because that's what they kept telling me. I had COVID. Right. Go home and you'll get better and you'll get better. And I almost died until an infectious disease doctor finally got, I got to see one. And he's like, oh, no, you're dying. Yeah. Like, yeah, I got that. I can't walk six steps without falling over. You mean a real doctor with moral and thought behind it that's Mm -hmm. just not accepting a paycheck? Rare. Dr. Rockstar Pony. That was his name? Kind of. He was an Indian guy, and he worked with my father, and that was his nickname. Oh, okay. Because his his name, his, his actual name kind of sounded like Rockstar Pony. And it's just hard to pronounce in, yes. in general. And he hated it. Yeah. He hated it in a fun way. Like, it didn't absolutely, like, despise us for calling him Rockstar right, Pony. Right, but, no, I get it. That's not just, really the nickname you want. No one wants to be called Pony. But Rockstar. And that's cool, yeah, but when it's juxtaposed next to Pony, it's like, uh, it's, no, so what are your thoughts so far? We got all the sightings. There we go. Hundreds of sightings. Literally. Yeah. Hundreds. Once again, thank you, Singular Fordian. Yes. Uh, for putting that all together for us so nicely. Oh, yeah. That's quite an extensive uh, catalog of accounts and stuff. But I don't know. I think just boil it down, making it as short as possible, as uh, or long story short, a lot of accounts um, that are similar and a lot that are just different, but a lot of them all fall into either one category or another, you know, a certain slot. So there's, but on the whole, there is a phenomenon going on with these creatures since, what would we say, the 50s mm-hmm. to present day where it's really ramped up, you could say even more so. You know, whether that's just people paying attention more or just, which I don't think it's really that because we're distracted more than we ever have been before in general. Um, but it's just kind of nuts that there's a lot of accounts. I'm shocked it's not well, – I'm shocked that at the same time I'm not shocked that it's not more like national news like this is going on. But uh, I'm, I'm also not shocked by the way our, our state-run media is – I mean, yeah, in 2020 though, a lot started happening. Yeah, right. A lot of other things. That- Chicago, because I was there for the big, like the, the COVID and the riots in Chicago and stuff like that. I was there working the whole time. Mm-hmm. And it sucked. I bet. Chicago, because we went there before all that, you know, so I got a couple years in before Chicago went to worse. And the I've never been to a city more that has a, such a hard line between dirt poor and super rich. Yeah. Oh yeah, like there's not like there's no medium. Nope, not at all. And there is, but there's not like it's few and far between. Yeah, it's and but the, by design, un, it is by a hundred percent. People in poverty in Chicago are kept in poverty yep. on purpose, and they make it almost almost impossible to get out of it. Yeah, and I'll tell you, we did when we. Uh, I never had one problem in the hood working. Mm-hmm. Besides the the one where, but that was one guy's fault because he kept telling we were cops he kept telling these drug dealers we were cops watching them yeah not smart but almost every other time and i mean we had extremely expensive gear nice trucks going yeah. up into these hoods and having to do fish surveys there and almost every time anybody come out they you know they, sometimes they'd be a little aggressive towards you until they told me yeah no we're here to do a water survey to help get you guys better water quality and after that, we got left alone. We were everybody was excited that somebody cared enough, yeah, to come try to check. You know, and these are their, their kids drinking water. Yeah, literally. Oh, I can't say that. Still on NDAs. Yeah, but some of these waters were so contaminated with materials that were literally causing fish not to have certain organs. Jeez. That will do the same thing to humans. And kids were like, they was swimming in this river. Have they turned the fish gay? Uh, I wish that was the, that would be the least of these fish worries. Like the yeah. one I told you about the pike that's hanging up on the office wall that uh, literally had its intestines feet behind it because right, yeah. the acid in the water was so strong. It's insane. And then softball-sized tumors hanging off of fish's heads and stuff like that. And that's nuts. The craziest thing, and this may not seem, we found a tumor on a silver side, which may not sound like a big thing, but they don't. They live a year. Oh god! So for them to get a tumor, yeah. Is insane. Yeah, that is insane. Because you see tumors develop mostly in long-lived organisms. Right, right. Short-lived organisms don't care about radiation. They don't care because they don't live that long. No, they get through it. Or they just, yeah. You're going to complete your life cycle before it affects you. And they're dead, yeah. Before it, yeah. Uh, So seeing these littler fish with like 
tumors signs on them. of yeah of that's scary. poisonings and stuff it's literally like, the simpsons when they're going through that where the what the nuclear waste just dumps all their stuff right into the river in the ponds yeah i didn't say nuclear it wasn't well no but it's but, similar yeah. they're dumping it right in yeah so chicago is a bad place but it's also not. There's also areas of so much cultural diversity and such amazing. I, yeah, that's a good like part. Like I said, I've loved. I, there were some areas of Chicago I absolutely loved. Uh, I told you about the one. I know we're at the end of this episode, and I'm just telling stories now. That's all right. Uh, but the one we went to that hood restaurant. I know I've told you the story. Hood restaurant. Um, literally, because we were we. Oh had yeah, a, you did. We tell had me. an off day, and I'm like, we really want to find. We that was our goal to find really good food that wasn't talked about. Yeah. And we go to this restaurant and it, no sign on the door, nothing. We walked past it probably four or five times Mm -hmm. and there's just nothing there. Like, and we go inside and it's, there's tables like a restaurant, but it's decorated like it's somebody's house. Yeah. And it looks like a house with just a couple extra tables and normal. So we kind of sit down and we're in there for probably like 20 minutes and we can hear people in the back. Yeah. And we're just kind of waiting for somebody to yell. And it stinks of marijuana, but it's, I think, it was legal there at the time. Okay. Reeks of marijuana in here. And finally, this big black guy that was sitting on like a milk crate looks out and sees us, these three white guys. I guarantee we're the only white people in this entire neighborhood. Yeah. Sees us, disappears. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, we're not where we're supposed to be. Yeah. Comes out happy as can be, gave us some menus. I was talking about, he was just, he's like, so sorry, guys. He's like, we, we opened, but normally people don't come in for dinner, for, you know, for like another hour. So we're just out there, you know, we're just back yeah. there hanging out. Uh, oh, no, it, nice. The wings were amazing. He smokes yeah. his own wings every oh, day. Nice. It was some of the best food we ate there several times. Nice. I can't remember the name of the restaurant because it didn't really have a name. Yeah. But it was like one of these community things. It was uh, Jones Barbecue foot, foot Massage. No, I mean, he kind of looked like the guy. Yeah. No, but super nice, and uh, there are pieces of Chicago I miss, but there are also not, like, there was areas like Bolingbrook and stuff like that where you take gunshots every night. Oh, yeah. There's some places I'm sure you do not miss at all. No. And Chicago had a lot of roaches everywhere. And I remember telling you about the muskrat, right? Maybe. We were in a parking lot in this giant muskrat, and I used to trap muskrats as a kid. So I went over to look at it. It wasn't a muskrat. It was a rat. Oh gosh! Anybody don't know at home, a muskrat is an aquatic rodent here yeah. in the in the U.S. and they get large. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like five pounds is a really really big one. I'm gonna say. Uh, so I seen this very large muskrat. Mm-hmm. It was a normal rat. That's so gross. Yeah, and it, no, it charged it at me. Yeah, they're they, aggressive. They're mean. Yeah. Uh, so that's been the Chicago Mothman sightings. We'll come back next week with the ties in of what may have caused this stuff or what's happening. Why is 2017 a really special year it's for the a hot year? And 18 also had a lot of sightings, but nothing right. compared to 17. 17's in a class of its own. Anything to say before we go? Oh, I'm ready for next week. I have been the great and powerful mystery. And I've been Jake Clone 98. We'll catch you next week with more exciting Mothman stuff. Bye. Thank you for listening to Crips of the Corn podcast. Please share with a friend you think would like us. It's the best way to help our show grow. Leave a comment, rate us, a five-star review, and remember, there is always extra content on Patreon slash com. And don't forget, stay magical! What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.